This is Nursing in America. Each week we speak with Filipino nurses who have taken the leap to start a new life in the United States. If you're thinking about doing the same, then this is the place you'll find all the insider knowledge and inspirational success stories to realize your own American dream. Dream. This is the second part of a two-part episode, so make sure you go back and listen to part one first. Indiana, what was it like when you went in to take the exam? The exam. What was your experience with taking the exam? Tell us about the day that you went in. Um, at first, I because I really prepared for it, and when I went to the testing center, um, the facilitator was so accommodating, and then we had um, smooth registration before taking the test. And during the exam, I think there were 10 uh, both in that room. Uh, The only thing that I was um, a bit disturbed is the noise background, but uh, you have to focus and then, uh, you have to focus and then um, answer the exam uh, uh, right away so that you will not be disturbed with the uh, people with the noise uh, in the in your surroundings but overall it was a great experience because I was able to pass the exam I, um, I get the result uh, after four hours so uh, when I found out that I passed the exam I was so happy and um, I mean the the sacrifices that I I did uh, is was worth enough. So it was instant gratification after the long struggle, and we are so happy for you that you were able to pass. Paul, the different sections of the PTE. What would you say was the most difficult one for you? Okay, uh, what I can say right now is um, uh, the listening part. The listening part because. Uh, you you need to work on your listening models because uh, your listening ability also counts. Because sometimes uh, you hear the word like you hear all of the ways. So you 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 get to the part of the ways, then you start there. So I think that is the most challenging part that I was encounter during my test. Okay, so so that that's good advice on how to overcome that, and. Um, uh, in, Indiana, what uh, Indiana, um, what would you say is your best advice for anybody who is embarking on the journey of taking the English exam? Oh, well, they have to, well, before taking the test, uh, they have to uh, study hard. They have to familiarize the test format, as I've said earlier, because um, each part has different type of questions. So before I... Um, took the tests, I really studied them uh, carefully and tensely so that during the exam, I am ready for it. And um, just uh, study hard, practice every day, do uh, watch some videos, listen to podcasts, and also um, try to, if possible, try to have a practice every day, even for one task, because in that way, you will be, uh, what you will be, uh, you will be exposed uh, with the, the the different type of uh, question. And in during the test, 
uh, you are ready, you will not be, um, you will not, you will not feel nervous because you are uh, practicing every day. The practice that I did every day was exactly uh, the same and the, uh, the, the real test, like in the listening, the speaking, the writing, and in reading. So uh, don't uh, give up if you fail. It's really normal. But, uh, it, it, but I have said you have to um, study harder. Okay, so really good advice there, Indiana. Thank you for sharing that, is to keep preparing because as Meredith said, once you get to the exam, if you're fully prepared, it actually takes away a lot of the anxiety because it is exactly what you expect it to be. And the other is like Indiana, is don't give up. Don't give up. You have to have that grit. So hopefully this will be inspiration, inspirational for those um, those healthcare workers that are struggling with the English exam like Indiana did already. Thank you for sharing that, Indiana. Um, Paul, do you want to share what would you say are your uh, is your best advice to any healthcare worker who's embarking on this journey is the first question. And second question is at what stage did you actually take the exam in your journey of coming to the United States? Okay. Thank you, Tanya. Uh, what I will say is, uh, the advice that I will give you to my colleague nurses, that they should take off anxiety from their life. Because uh, in these PT exams, the moment you become nervous or the moment you become nervous, you can't make it. That's what I can say. Because uh, the time that's allocated to the, uh, the test is not enough. That's what I will say. It's not enough because the moment that anxiety sets in, you get a block thought. So after you get a block thought, you can't do anything about the PTA. So after after the exam, then I think it won't go well with you. So what I say is they should take out anxiety. And then also they should both, when they get to the exam score, they should go, they should focus of what they are going to do. And then also what I'll say is um, the registration is, um, it's not difficult to register. So I think they should all go for PT because the last time I was, uh, before taking my PT exams, I was learning something about the IELTS and those stuff because when I compare the IELTS to the PT, I would say the PT is uh, slightly difficult uh, compared to uh, IELTS. So I will encourage them to write the PT. And then also, the time is not enough, so they should be time conscious, and do, then also there should be uh, time management also account. Thank you. Thank you, Paul. That's great advice um, for any healthcare workers who are embarking on this journey. Uh, and I think that listening to Paul and Ijana's um, experiences can be very inspirational. Um, I want to thank Ejiana and Paul for joining us today and sharing their stories. I know that listening to them is very inspirational. You are really paying it forward for other healthcare workers by sharing your experience, your advice, your tips. Um, and um, I'm going to give final words to Paul. Paul, what was it like the moment you got that result from PTE that you passed? Describe that <laughs> moment. Look at that big okay, smile. Uh, okay, I, I don't know. Uh, okay. In other countries, in Ghana, after the test, uh, the, the the place when I went for the test is our uh, is about four hours journey from my city to that city. 
it's four hours journey. So after the exams, like in the middle of the road, that is within two hours time, then I got a message from the PTE center that I should check my results. They said, wow, because I, I, I can't believe it. Like within two hours, my results came. So when I checked the results, even the, the one that I was looking at is, is, the, is the, the band score, the total band score, because uh, I've been checking from the uh, CGFNS about the total band score. They, they say it's uh, 55, you need to get 55. So when I saw the band score, then I said, oh God, I think I make it. So so when I checked the, the, the main results, then uh, everything was fantastic. And uh, like, I thank God for that. <laughs> Thank you. And and we can we can we can just see the the happiness and the 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 good vibes coming from Paul and and Gianna after all of the, that hard work to be able to get that positive result. So we're gonna um, we're gonna be moving back now to Merida. So Angiana and Paul, thank you for joining us today. We can't wait for you to start in the United States, and we look forward to seeing you here very very soon. Thank you for joining us, and thank you for sharing your experience. And Meredith is going to be talking about in the last segment just a little bit more about the specifics of the um, the structure and the content uh, and the exam prep that the that uh, healthcare workers might experience. We'll be back with the conversation in just a second. There's a wonderful opportunity for you. Kinetics USA is currently recruiting registered nurses from all over the world to work in healthcare facilities here in the USA. If you are interested, please apply at kineticsusa.com slash application. That's kineticsusa.com forward slash application. On with the show. All right. So Meredith, give us an overview of the test format. Sure. So, um, and I, I think I've put this on the blog as well, um, but you can also find this on our website. But just to kind of break it down, uh, PTE, we talked about it's done in one session. So that's another advantage. It's not broken into two. You might not have to travel. Imagine traveling four hours back to back days or on separate days and then traveling back. Um, I know a lot of people have had to do that. So one session, two hours, it's broken into three sections. So as we talked about earlier, speaking and writing is tested together. However, your scores, you do get individual scores for all four sections. Um, part two is reading and part three is listening. I think Ediana mentioned something that's really interesting um, for the rest of the group to know, and that's the, the, the question types. Um, and Paul, you mentioned it also. It's not easy. You have to listen. You have to be paying attention. Um, I see a lot of things and people talking about templates. Use this template. Um, templates don't work. I will tell you what templates help with, and that's helping you become more familiar and your speaking um, structure. So if you're going to use a template, my suggestion would be use a template to practice reading and to practice speaking. But I would not, um, using a template to memorize is not going to get you the score that you're looking for because there's so many integrated tasks, which means we're testing listening and speaking at the same time. Um, so just know that increasing your English ability is the best way to increase your score. And by practicing every day, you're not beating the test. You're, you're increasing your English skills. And so it's really doing you a favor, not only for your language proficiency score, but it's increasing your English skills every single day. 
So um, I think on the structure, the, the most important and kind of cool thing for me when I took it was I didn't have to sit and wait for the next question um, before I could move forward. When I was done with the question and I submitted it, I could move back, move forward to the next question. So I didn't have to just sit there and again, let that anxiety take over. Um, I know Tanya, you mentioned somebody had taken the, the IELTS test nine times. And in my mind, I just think, gosh, I can't imagine being in his shoes on the second time or even the fifth time and how, how the anxiety would increase every single time I took it. And um, so I'm not surprised. It's kind of like, you know, the insanity running into a wall and getting the same results. Um, you know, so we encourage people, if, if a test doesn't work for you, um, don't keep trying the same thing. Try something different. Try a different way to study. Um, I think somebody asked about preparation and how to prepare. And there's, again, we talked about all of the, the materials that Kinetics gives, which is amazing. I, I, I can't think of anybody else that prepares their nurses in such a thorough way and um, really make sure that, that you guys are ready for these exams. Um, so on the format, there are different question types. There's fill in the blank. There's multiple choice. There's reordering paragraphs. Um, in the listening section, which we talked about, you're going to have to summarize spoken text. There's also a few multiple choice. Um, there's a fill in the blank. There's highlighting incorrect words. There's also writing from dictation. Um, and I think another really neat Thing about PTE is that when you take PTE and you're listening to the listening sections, uh, you're hearing authentic content. This was not generated off of the web, off of Wikipedia. You can't find a question. There's not going to be, tell me about your picnic. Um, they're really thorough questions. And it, it requires that you're listening and comprehending and then feeding that back in the right fashion. So um, I, I would also say that this is not, I know I've heard it's, it's an easy test and it's not an easy test. It's an easy experience. And I think that the experience of, of going through the test makes it feel, again, so much easier. Um, it's not an easy test though. As a, nat as a native English speaker, when I took the test, I really thought, wow, this is tough. Um, so kudos to you guys for for learning another language and, and mastering another language. Yeah, really, it's not easy at all. Um, you know, sometimes that perception is reality, but, you know, the PTE has been um, qualified by the CGFNS. The score has been verified. Um, so, you know, it's not maybe necessarily easier, but just a different experience. Um, can you talk a little bit from an exam preparation perspective, um, some of the uh, tips or the common, what, what would you say is the common errors that um, uh, nurses make when they're preparing for PTE, when we talk about exam preparation? Well, I think the number one mistake you could make would be not taking a practice test, whether it's from APE Uni or a PTE practice test. Um, I would recommend ours because it's the, the experience um, from start to finish, but um, I think going into it blindly would, would be the biggest mistake because you're not familiar with the format. And I think you nailed it. It's not an easier test, but it's an easier experience. Um, it's an easier registration. It's an easier getting to um, in to take the test. You don't have that anxiety. Um, you don't have that worry that the person's not going to like you, or you might not like that person back. Um, and so 
really taking out the uh, external factors and making it really just focus on preparation and on the test. Um, I think the number one thing that you can do is, again, take a practice test and look at where you need to improve and focus on those areas. Uh, a lot of the people that I've spoken to, especially kinetics nurses, um, I feel like after you've taken the IELTS and you haven't had, you haven't received the score you need, which just to compare a little bit, our scores, PTE is a granular score. So an IELTS band could comprise seven PTE points, up to seven. So, you know, on any given day, you could be anywhere on that band, whereas PTE, you're going to get a granular score and you're going to really have a better idea of where you sit. So, you know, going into the test, um, what to expect. And again, be confident in yourself. That's a huge, um, a huge whether you're speaking a natural English speaker like myself, I get nervous. And when I get nervous, I speak differently. You know, I think it's just natural to hesitate when you have any kind of anxiety. And so if you haven't had success with an exam, um, I can imagine that your scores might not increase as you continue to take it, but they might decrease because with every failure, um, you lose a little confidence in your abilities. And it doesn't mean that your ability isn't there. It means that you're not showcasing your ability. Um, I think YouTube is another amazing place for uh, tips and speaking courses. I know Niner has a lot of um, different practice opportunities and Swoosh is a great program as well. So I would say, Look around at the free materials, see what fits you best. Um, we have free videos that are linked. We have free speaking courses, um, especially with that higher speaking score for some of the states. I know that speaking um, might be something that people are worried about. And then again, the online score practice test would be, those would be my three things to start with. Um, and then from the online score practice test, see where you fall. And if you're hitting your desired score, then go ahead and take PTE. If you're not at your desired score, it tells you exactly where you need to improve. And so that's, again, where I would focus. I wouldn't do a weekend test prep. I would do working with somebody on getting together and speaking with them and doing one-on-one. -on -one. Um, I just find that it really helps to, again, practice, practice, practice. That's the number one tip. Yeah, and that's great advice. So lots of ideas there of resources that are available, lots of ideas of how to practice, how to prepare. And I think you are spot on, Meredith, because I think that when you are not well prepared, the anxiety level goes sky high. And I think Paul spoke to that as well. And then you're not going to give of your best. You're not going to showcase yourself of the best. And there's no bias here because it's a computer. So it's not like you're dealing with a person who, as you said, may or may not like you. So I think that's great advice. I have one last question that I wanted to ask Meredith, because this is such a big topic and such an important topic. What are some of the myths or misconceptions about PTE? Because sometimes people will say, well, you know, it, it doesn't work for all nationalities, or if I'm not computer literate, it's not going to work, or maybe there's certain test centers that are going to work better than other test centers, or does it matter which country you're in? So what are some of the myths or misconceptions about PTE? Um, well, I'll start with the ones that you mentioned. So um, number one, the typing. The typing can affect your score. However, being computer literate is not going to affect your score. So work on your typing skills, just like you would work on your speaking skills. 
Um, I think one of the biggest myths that I heard was that PTE was all multiple choice. And I thought, wow, um, if it was all multiple choice, I think that we'd have some issues. It is not all multiple choice. There are multiple choice questions in each section, but I think that that's maybe one to two questions per section. So I wouldn't count on it being multiple choice. Um, also that the templates work is a myth. Um, I, I, I know with our scoring and we have a lot of anti-gaming in the background that they don't work. Um, <clears throat> and just to know, if you are caught cheating, using anything, um, you're, you wouldn't get a score. Your score would be revoked. So trust yourself, um, trust your ability and um, put yourself out there. Take the test, take the practice test. Um, I think the other myth that we hear is that it's, we've said it here, that it's easier. Um, it's not easier, but it's a better experience. And I think when it's a better experience, we think it's easier. Um, because it wasn't so difficult for us to um, register or it wasn't as difficult to get there. Um, I personally think not having somebody sit in front of you and feel like everything you're saying is being done, um, to me, would be an easier experience. So again, it's really focusing on that um, experience is easier. Content is just as difficult, if not more difficult. Um, again, we use integrated tasks on almost every question. So you don't get to rote memorize. Um, I would say that that's also a myth is memorizing uh, answers. It's it's really not gonna serve your English skills. Okay, great information there, Meredith. So lots of information on the PTE today. Thank you again to Meredith and thank you to our healthcare workers for giving us such great information. Thank you for joining us, Meredith. If you enjoyed the episode, go ahead and hit the follow button on your podcast player and leave us a review. Kinetics USA is currently recruiting registered nurses from all over the world to work here in the USA. We offer direct hire, meaning you will be sponsored and hired directly by American healthcare facilities. If you're interested, please apply at kineticsusa.com application. That's kineticsusa.com forward slash application. Thank you for listening. Tune in next week for more incredible conversations.